This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Whatever things are true. I dare say that sounds familiar. I'm sure we've all read Philippians 4, 8, and 9. I know I've read it many times. I've heard it quoted. I've read bloggers and reviewers who make it their mantra. And occasionally, I've been seriously irritated when people condemn something using this as their excuse. Because God's word is beautiful, but sometimes people use it as a bludgeon. Or worse, as an excuse to look only at the surface of a thing, to take the easy way out. So here is that passage, Philippians 4, 8 and 9. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. So one year when I was finishing up our read-alouds for the homeschool year, Philippians was actually the final book, and chapter 4 was therefore the final chapter, and it was a really great way to end the school year. But because the kids occasionally had difficulty following the New King James translation, I'd actually been reading out of the message. It was the first time I read this passage in the message. So here is how that translation puts it. Summing it all up, friends. I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Now, these two aren't terribly different, but there are a few words that vary. So we have true, noble, just in one and reputable in the other, pure and authentic, lovely and compelling, of good report and gracious. I think we can all agree with what Paul is saying here, right? That by focusing, dwelling, meditating on these righteous things, these good things, on what is holy, we keep ourselves better aligned with God. Absolutely. Here, however, is the question. What is true? What is noble? What is just and reputable? What is pure and authentic, lovely, compelling, of good report and gracious? What is full of virtue and praiseworthy? Seems like it should be a simple question, right? But it's not. What if, for instance, you're reading a Christian book? Obviously comes up for me fairly often. And you find something objectionable in it. To keep it only somewhat objectionable, let's say it mentions that someone curses or makes a rude gesture or sins outright. Do you toss the book aside because it's not dwelling on good things? Now, I'm not talking about my books in particular. I have just heard many discussions over the years, including a statement made with what I deemed infinite wisdom a few days before I wrote this original post. If you refuse to read anything that mentions sin, then you can't read the Bible. How does God show us his light, his glory, his righteousness? By comparing it to darkness, deception, and sin. How does God show us his ultimate love in the form of Jesus? By sending him into a dying world to be treated as a criminal and murdered. 
How does God teach us how to seek after his heart? By telling us the stories of those who did and those who didn't, and those who mostly did but failed here and there, or mostly didn't but then saw the truth. At one point, I had a Skype call with a college class that was teaching Christian fiction writing, and one of the questions they asked was, what place do dark themes have in Christian fiction? I answered them with the answer I have come to after many years of thinking about this question, praying about it, and trying it out. So here's my stance. I don't approve of darkness in Christian fiction for the sake of darkness. I don't like it for shock value or to prove a point. I don't like being left with darkness at the end of a book. But God's light shines brightest when there's darkness surrounding it that is trying and failing to snuff it out. God's mercy is the most striking to those who have suffered. God's leading is the most meaningful when you are lost. God's healing is the most miraculous if you're sick and dying. God's grace is the most beautiful in the face of the ugliest sin. So what is true? What is noble? That there is ugliness and nastiness and sin in this world, but that God is bigger. What is just? That we are deserving of death for our sins. What is pure? That he washes those sins away. What is lovely? A sunrise after the darkest night. What is gracious? A father who gathers his children close and wipes away their tears and whispers that he loves them, no matter what has come before, that they can rise up and sin no more. So there are going to be dark themes in my books, some more than others. There is going to be ugliness, there will be heartbreak, and there will be sin, because that means then there will be grace and there will be redemption and there will be change, because that is what speaks Jesus to a hurting, sinful world. Not the picture of a perfect life that no one can relate to because it doesn't actually exist, but the picture of a broken world made whole through him. I meditate on that a lot, not on things that just look pretty on the surface, but rather on things made beautiful by him. <laughs> you know what? The peace of God is with me. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Teas and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteasandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv podcast for other shows I know you'll love.